Welcome to Stage Crunchy and Milk. If you have questions or comments, we have multiple ways we can be reached. Twitter is, of course, the best way for those that need instant gratification. And the show's Twitter feed is at SkimPod, S-K-I-M-P-O-D. Stage Crunchy. For the more patient amongst you, the email address for the show is podcast at stagecrunchyandmilk.com. Crunchy again being spelled with a K. Crunchy. Hey, feel free to give us a call at 216-264-6311. That's 216 216- 264-6311. We're available by Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, anywhere. Fine podcasts are available. And of course, it's the website, stagecrunchymilk.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share wherever possible, including on YouTube, where we can now be found at Stays Crunchy. And over on Twitch, we're still Stays Crunchy in Milk. Our personal Twitters are Tatum216, Lunchbox2099. And I'm your host, the internet's Tayrail 713. Stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy. How you living, Biggie Smalls? I'm surrounded by criminals. Heavy rollers, even the shysty individuals. Smoking skunk and mad fillies. Down Billy badasses, cracks and stacks and masses. If robbery's a class, bet I pass it. Shit get drastic. I'm burying your bastards. Big Papa never softening. Take you to the church, rob the preacher for the offering. Leave the fucker coughing up blood in his pockets like rabbit ears. Cover the wife Kleenex for the kids' tears. But somewhere, mosquito on my bitches. She whipping up my, she whipping my ride, counting my ones, thinking I'm, I'm riches. Just the way plague is play, all day, every day. I don't I know, know what, what else, to, else say. to say. I've been robbing niggas since running in with singing. Here we go. Here we Snatching go. ropes at the Roxy's homeboy. You didn't know my flow. Detrimental to your health. Usually roll for self. I have sun riding shotgun. My mind's on my nine. My pen's my Mac 10. My target all you whack niggas who started rapping. Junior Mafia Stilo, niggas know the half. Caviar for breakfast. Champagne bubble baths. Bubble Run up in pretty bitches constantly. The smalls, bitch. Who the fuck it was supposed to be? Hello, and welcome to it. Stay stretch your milk. It's episode 480. We're heading west to Toledo. It's the internet's Tate <laughs> 713. That's I. I'm joined by my best friends. It's Tate 216. Hello. Um, I would like to hear like a soulful version of, I'm going to Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's there. I'm going to Toledo. All you gotta do is listen back to this next week, and you've done you've done it. You've heard a soulful version of that very track you just made up in, as long as you're in your head. Oh. Uh, 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 of course, my other best friend is uh, Lunchbox Two Zero Nine Nine. I am here, and uh, no no lady song this week. I'm sorry. I uh, I will self report. I am watching sports because we have sports betting in Ohio, and I've been doing it every night practically since January 1st and these basketball games have my attention so I came woefully unprepared so my apologies to listeners I hope you could find it in your hearts to forgive me I'm going to Toledo <laughs> you know we're sports betting in Ohio now I'm going to Toledo the muddy hands are a point ahead <laughs> well you know what it is remote which means i have a little news story for you and stuff box out stuff and then i got some stuff it'll be great it's gonna be great and, and in fact if you listen to our i, I gotta tell you most I've been of the very, things you just said in that list are true i've been very happy about our last few episodes i've listened to them as a listener and been like 
yeah, these have been really fucking good. So I'll tell you right now, man, we've been, if you know, you know. So point it out to you people, man. We got, we make some pretty good product. Yeah. I'm I'll, happy I'll, about it. I'm, I worked not pretty hard, but like hard enough on this, uh, on this week's game. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. Excellent. Excellent. So uh, let me get you started with uh, the, the, the news story and uh, pull back the video so I can see my boys. Man, oh, my God. Sorry. I switched I'm, what? What happened? I, I, I'm thinking um, every week I got to have a um, for the, I, I got to have a Toledo story and they got to. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to Toledo. <laughs> well, here we go. Uh, you know, what it is it's an Ohio story because we live in Ohio and after I tell stories of this great state. As it fo- slowly falls apart and becomes the even more of a southern state than it ever has been before. Kindergarten vaccination rates trend downward as Ohio public health officials fight back. Franklin County still dealing with ongoing measles outbreak. This is by mm. Susan Tebbel at the Ohio Tebbin at the Ohio Capital Journal by way of Cleveland Scene. Or Scene Cleveland. Not sure how, what goes first there. The National Centers for Disease Control and Prevention have said national vaccine rates for young children are down for the third year in a row. And Ohio public health officials paint a similar picture locally. In a recent summary of vaccination coverage, the CDC yet again cited pandemic-related disruptions as part of the reason for the decline in vaccines for measles, mumps, and rubella, polio, and diphtheria, tetanus, and pertussis, a.k.a. whooping cough. Typically part of the part part of the round of vaccines, kindergartners need to boost their immune system and attend school. Vaccination coverage among kindergarten students remains below pre-pandemic levels, the CDC reports. Pockets of undervaccinated children within a larger area of high vaccination coverage can lead to outbreaks. In the 2021-2022 school year, vaccine coverage for the kindergarten age grew 93% nationally, with less than 3% of the population claiming an exemption to vaccine use. This is a decrease from 2020-2021 school year, where national coverage declined from 95% the year before to 94% in kindergartners. The national numbers from 2021-22 show a nearly 4% increase in children who weren't caught up on their MMR vaccine, but didn't claim an exemption to the vaccine. As schools return to in-person learning, high vaccination coverage is critical to continue protecting children and communities from vaccine-preventable diseases, the CDC researchers wrote. The CDC surveyed 92% of the 139,077 kindergartens in Ohio for their coverage study. Among them, 88% of Ohio kindergartens have received two doses of the MMR series, 885 have received five doses of the DTaP vaccine, 889 their four-dose polio series, and 879 the two-dose chickenpox varicella vaccine. Local public officials have been working to encourage parents to get back on schedule with vaccinations to avoid bigger societal implications. We're at risk of losing our herd immunity for these diseases with less people vaccinated, said Dr. David Margolius, director of the Cleveland Department of Public Health. Though misinformation about the COVID-19 vaccine fueled movements to avoid vaccines, public health leaders say the decline in vaccination was caused by pandemic closures and less in-person interaction with students and parents as COVID-19 took hold. As students return in-person schooling with COVID-19 regulations easing in the state, doctors and nurses are doing what they can to bring people back up to date and answer their questions about their long-standing childhood vaccinations. There are diseases that my life and training I haven't seen, and they, they and that's because of the vaccines, Dr. Miller, Sullivan, Franklin, 
public health medical director and pediatrician with the Central Ohio Primary Care. Most people in the United States today haven't seen the measles. Most physicians haven't seen the measles, but there are several more. There, there are severe mortality rates for those diseases in other countries. There's more to this. This goes a little further, but uh, you know, I, I try not to bore you too much. Uh, so, but the uh, the link is already uh, ready to be in the notes next week because I extra prepared for this show this week. So uh, you can read the rest of that article and uh, get your goddamn kids vaccinated. Okay, it's just make sure they take care of that. All right. All right. There we go. <laughs> I would like to tell you guys right now, I am paying attention, but um, I'm finishing writing up my um, my song going to Toledo. So um, I'm a little distracted at the moment because I um, I found out I got inspired because um, I found out the nickname of Toledo was the Glass City. Ain't that a cool ass name? It is. Did they used to make glass there all like all the time or something? Was that I like have no idea? Where? All I know is I'm going to Toledo. Toledo gonna take you out. At by the end of this episode, you will have a um, going to Toledo song. Well, you know, first up is always is Tatum, so I need you to stop writing your song and join the show. <laughs> I cannot help it. When your heart says something, you got to go with it. But okay. Toledo was known as the glass capital of the world due to its long and fascinating history of glass manufacturing. Mm. Toledo's abundant natural gas and high silica content sandstone led New England Glass Company to relocate here in 1888. Okay, so um, cue some corny um, game show music because it's time to play. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on. We can probably do that. You can see some some game show music. To, my voice is really going. I can't I can't hit that note no more. I don't know if it was the tea or what I was drinking. I don't need a classic one. I just want fun, exciting music for game shows. Here we are. This is from Yummy oh. Sounds, which is a blog. Let's see if I can, uh, I'm, I'm gonna find something I think fits the bill. Right, here I'll push play on this one. Let me see. No, that's too dramatic. Uh, let's see. How about this one? Nah, that's too. It's, 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 see, these these are all a little too. Uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Mm. All right, I'm gonna give you this one. It's called Funky House. Oh, hold on. Let me uh, trying to rewind it for you. All right, all right. Here, here we go, people. I'm gonna give you some uh, shoot, some 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 funky house music. I mean, no bullshit. I think um, I might take my kids to the Toledo um, Imagination Station. Uh, that looks amazing. I'm going to Toledo. Uh-uh. Yeah, my voice ain't gonna do that shit no more. It hurt. Yes. Now, it's time for the game you never thought you wanted to play. <laughs> the Price is Real Big Game Edition. You know we can't call it Super Bowl, so we'll call it the Big Game. The superb owl. Okay, so as as you guys have played the price is real before, let me but for those at home may not have played before, let's these are this is how you play it. All right, I say a product. And I need you to guess the the price of the said product from three different um places. The three different places are Walmart, 
Target, and with these days and times, Instacart. So, I say the product, you guess the price for Walmart, Target, and Instacart. And whoever um, gets closest gets a point. Um, we'll start, like I said, this is the big game edition. So, these are all products that you might see at your big game table at get okay. big game prices. Okay. All right. We're going to start with Diet Coke. So, you guys can say out a price. I mean, you you don't have to uh, you know wait on each other. You can just yell it out, and you can um, you can um, overbid or underbid your uh, opponent here tonight. Well, what size is this Diet Coke? This is a okay. Thank you for asking. That's a two liter Diet Coke. Diet Coke, two liter, two twenty nine at Target. Hmm. See, this is a, this is a problem because my mind immediately goes to. Back in the day, prices when a yeah. two liter Diet Coke was like ninety nine cents. Don't do that yes, to yourself. And, and that's <laughs> yeah. exactly why I decided to play um, <clears throat> the prices real because, like, my normal like run to the store quick used to be about twenty five dollars. I've noticed the median has, I mean, not the median. The price has been about forty now. Like just getting like okay when I'm getting just. Like bare essentials, like milk, paper plates, like mm-hmm. like stuff like that. Where it's just like, it might be between six and ten, not you know thirty to forty. Like just small shopping has been about forty dollars now. When it before it was like twenty five or twenty. Mm-hmm. All right, Walmart. I'll go two ninety nine. Target. I'll go three forty nine. What was the third one? Instacart. 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 Which oh. I feel like is an offshoot of Target. Instacart's an app where they go grocery shopping for you. It's not limited to just Target. Um, well, I, what I'm telling you is, I think Target owns. I feel like Target might have some like stock in Instacart. Instacart is a, is a business. But keep going, keep going. So you went, all right. Uh, so if it's two twenty nine at Target, in my opinion, mm-hmm. Instacart gonna hit you with that little that little delivery fee. So I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with three bucks from Instacart and Walmart. This is where Walmart get a little, little persnickety. They'll be like, we have the lowest price, but it'll be the lowest price by a penny. So I'm going to say two and a quarter from Walmart. Okay, so the actual price uh, for Walmart is $248. The actual target was $259. 59 There it is. <laughs> the actual price from Instacart was $349. So lunch went over um, for the most part. He he had that instant price cart um, dead on, but he guessed it for Walmart. So I'm going to say T won the first round for the Diet Coke. Now that you know how the prices are going, I think you guys will do better next round. Fair enough. Okay, so this is an eight ounce bag of Lay's plain potato chips. Eight ounce bag. Is that a standard size bag or is that the like what you yeah, that's, that's the, the new standard sir. size? That's no, the that's new, not a that's single the, sir. That's, no, the, that's the new big, new big bag. bag. Um, yeah. It used to be, um, I think, about 12, but they lowered it down to eight now. And rose the raised the price. Yeah. Made the box uh, bag smaller and made the price more expensive. Walmart, I'll go 424. Target, okay. I'll go 459. Instacart, 499. Hmm. I'm in that. I'm kind of in that same wheelhouse. I feel 4.79 from Target, 
Uh, we'll go. Uh, what'd you say for Walmart, bro? I think I said four twenty four. Okay, uh, I'll go with um, four forty four for Walmart. It is the car. Walmart. Yeah. And it's the car. I'll just say five across the board. Five even. Okay. All right. The actual retail price for Lay's potato chips are three dollars at Walmart, three ninety nine at Target, and four nineteen at Instacart. So Dan won that round. Well done, sir. Good job, Dan. All right. Okay. Now, what else we got on the table is ballpark Frank bun size. 15 ounces, 8 count. Man. Hmm. So I get I get sausage from from Giant Eagle, and I feel like the sauce from Giant Eagle is chicken sausage is like like six bucks, honest to God. So, yeah, it's almost it's like six forty nine or something like that. Yeah, so I'm so I'm gonna go in the in the realm or in the realm of hot doggery. Hot it's doggery. Gotta be, it's got to be like in the, in, in like the three ninety nine kind of situation, especially because it's bun size. So we'll go three ninety nine Target. Three ninety nine Target. Four oh five is the cart. Four oh five. In the Walmart. Three forty nine Walmart. Three forty nine at Walmart. What was the brand again? Ballpark. 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 Fifteen ounce, eight count, Franks. I will go three ninety nine Walmart. Four forty nine Target. Four ninety nine oh. Instacart. Man. You said how much at Instacart? Four ninety nine. I know that like we get like a twenty four pack from Sam's Club. For like eight bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the actual retail price um at Walmart is four twenty two. So Dan won uh won that one. Um the actual retail price is four forty nine. Dan won that one exactly. You got the exact price for that. And then um four ninety nine. I mean it's uh, five twenty nine, um, and T won that one, but Dan got one exactly right, and, and he got closer. But actually, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dan won um, two out of three of those. So Dan won that round, a second, third round as well. All right, good job uh, so far, guys. All right, so. Um, we got we got three more. You guys want to ride out? Keep on going. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So we have Jose Cuevo Classic Line, uh, one point seven five liter bottle. Is this tequila? No, uh, I'm sorry. My it's um Jose Cuevo Lime Margarita Mix. I'm sorry. Mmm, um, the mix, the mix. I'm like, I can't mind. He buying them this shit at Walmart or Target. I don't think I've ever yeah. bought this before. Um, but yeah, it's it's available everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen it. I've seen the bottle. It's in like the the little uh like uh like the it's not the, the wine section. But yeah, they actually have a little like slot cut out for these things in, in Target at least. I've, yeah, like I've never what, I've never bought this stuff before. Yeah. So my 
my gut says Walmart eight ninety nine, Target nine thirty nine, Instacart nine sixty nine. Nine sixty nine. I've I'm i that's just my gut. I have no idea because I've never bought the stuff before. I've I've nothing to base that on. Hmm. Okay. Go Instacart ten fifty. Target nine ninety nine <clears throat> and Walmart nine forty nine. I'm the one I want everybody in range of each other. Okay, so the actual retail price at Walmart is twelve ninety eight. Fuck twelve ninety nine at Target, fourteen sixty nine at Instacart, and it's on sale for uh, from sixteen seventy nine. So. Uh, T, you won that round because Dan went under um, for all of them. So you you won that round. Man, but still, that's expensive. <laughs> I, was, I was I was thinking twelve at first, and then Dan like when Dan said that, I was like, all right, he probably right. Let me step down slow. Yeah, like I said, I, I had nothing to base that on. I didn't know. No, I got faith yeah, in you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, like like it's it's one of those. It's like it's like one of those mid show because they also like do it for uh, not Patron. What's the eighteen hundred has a like a, a similar uh, a similar style too, and those are a little bit more expensive. <laughs> but um, it's a it's a pretty decent mixer. All right, so I mean, I think all you gotta do is mix with ice. I think it already got Jose Cuevo in there. All right, so the next item is the twelve count twelve ounce bottles of Bud Light. 12 ounce bottles in a 12 count. How do you pack a 12 count of bottles? I think they do it in like a box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a oh. box with a handle as a lid. Not, not not like the Sixers, but it's like actual an actual like square. Mm. It looked like a, um, a box of uh, a Pepsi Cube. Ah, there you go. Thank you for, for drawing that there in my mind palace here. <laughs> I'll go Sixteen ninety nine at Walmart, seventeen thirty nine at Target, and seventeen sixty nine on Instacart. We got the bud just like them frogs. Of uh, fourteen ninety nine Walmart, fifteen fifty Target. Twenty dollars as the cart. They seem to be bullshit. <laughs> okay, so the retail price for twelve ounce, twelve count bottles of Bud Light at Walmart is twelve ninety nine. Wow. At Target, it is fourteen ninety nine, and strangely enough, at Instacart, it is twelve forty nine. At the cheapest. Night. That <laughs> we'll deliver you some bid for player prices. So, Worry not. Um, T one for Walmart and Target, and Dan one for Instacart. So that round goes to T as well. You guys are friggin' tied up. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. T, no. Uh, you not tied up. Um, this would be the tiebreaker. Dan has um two. T has three. And so this would be the um. The tiebreaker, and then we got a bonus round. The tie so, maker, or or I can or I can win. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, solo cup, 
Solo. 18 ounces, 50 count. Okay. Okay. 349 Walmart. Standard joints? Yes, this is the uh, Solo Red Cup. 18 ounces, 50 count. 349 Walmart, 369 Target, 372 Instacart. You said 372 Instacart? Yeah. Okay. Those are are Dan's guesses? 549 Walmart. Ooh. That's just what I meant. I'm sorry. (laughs) 549 Walmart. uh, Let's go with uh, six bucks Target. And uh, $6.50 is the cart. Okay. So the the retail price for Solo Red Cup 18-ounce 50-count at Walmart is $5.92. The price at Target is $6.49. The price at Instacart is $8.09. Damn. Jesus Christ. So uh, T1 not round. You, you, I think we're, we're, Dan, were you, you were still thinking of like prices like a year or two ago for those because those, those would have been right like last year, the, yeah, last yeah. year. Uh, because I remember buying cups and then I'm looking at these prices and, um, they, they went up. The dilemma with this round was, um, the original thing I had, I was, um, I had research was paper plates, right? The interesting thing about Walmart. For a lot of different products, they're the only one who have that count and sometimes size. So yeah. um, Walmart is the only one who has Dixie 8.5, um, 8, 8.5 inch paper plates and 100 count. Everybody else has 90 or 80. Like Walmart, like has the, the lock on the market in a different way than anybody else. So T... One, one, the uh, the original game, but Dan can come back with the pizza bonus round. <laughs> <laughs> so across the board, a medium cheese pizza from Domino's, Papa John's, and Pizza Hut. Now, I know Domino's has a deal when you buy two things. But you're not buying two things. You're only buying one medium pizza bring to the Super Bowl party. I'm sorry, the big game party. <laughs> so you cannot um, you cannot add um, anything else to this deal. This is a one pizza deal. So remember that, guys. One medium cheese pizza across the board. Domino's, Papa John's. Oh, okay. So, yeah, D- Domino's, Papa John's, and Pizza Hut. I looked up medium cheese pizzas, no, no extra cheese, no nothing. Let's see who can get the, the closest price for those for uh for each. Pizza Hut $8.99, Domino's $9.99, Papa John's $10.99. Okay, so $8.99 for Pizza Hut, you say? With yeah. Papa John's? $10.99. $10.99. And Domino's? $9.99. Okay. Say UT. I'm gonna go. Let's go. Eleven ninety nine Pizza Hut. Mm. Let's go twelve even Domino's and twelve fifty Papa John's. All right, 
you guys are brilliant in, in, in many ways. Now, Dan got it right on the nose for Domino's, $9.99. He be getting Domino's. I do. But <laughs> <laughs> well, then, um, T, you, uh, for Pizza Hut, you were only $0.90 cent off. So you said uh, it's eleven nineteen, and you got eleven ninety nine. And for Papa John's, Dan said uh, $10.99. You said $12.50. Papa John's is $13.49, the most expensive one. So T hit the board again. Congratulations, T won the price show. Um, <laughs> next time, um, Dan, you can um, win. Do better. But you, <laughs> uh, you guys at home can play uh, with your friends. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> in your face. But, uh, I, I'm going to have to uh, save that uh, for future use just in case we uh, we need that. So let's throw that in the old skim uh, news folder as that's the only <laughs> folder I have for skim right now. Peace. And let me stop sharing my screen. Y'all need to be seeing all this. <laughs> I wasn't even looking. It's, it's it's literally just the uh, assholes and uh and my and my segment, so it's all to the good. Boxman, we tossed up to you, Brady. Uh, did R.J. Baird that game? I, I put in the chat. I don't know if y'all saw that. that game, I saw that game with the overtime. Did R.J. Baird come through? He did. Uh, I'm glad you uh, got that bucks. And the Knicks yeah. came back and won, even they, even though they they got that overtime, they should certainly not have. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh where I end up on the night because that wasn't the only bet I had in. That was just the one that was uh, most <laughs> prevalent. <right> yeah. <laughs> um, last check, I was down 25, but we'll see. We'll see. I got some some irons in the fire. All right. We got the Mavs Suns and we got Spurs Clippers on the late game. So uh, who's who's doing what here? Uh, I think I, had, I took Dallas in this game uh, with the money line. They were plus one and a half. I mean, okay. not the money line, but the, with the spread. Yeah. Um, but I didn't have them strapped. It was part of a parlay that already busted, so it doesn't really matter. Like, I'll, pro- I'll probably end up betting the over-under when we get closer to the fourth quarter. Okay. That's that's something that, like, I, I feel like I'm pretty decent at is, like, I, with the NBA games. Like, y- yesterday, like, I had some parlays that, like, would have cashed, had, like, one final team. Dis- like, I had, like, the hockey parlay where, like, the the fucking underdog one and they were like it was like my most favorite matchup of the parlay okay. and they, and they lost so that that cost me and then i had another a five team nba parlay where i nailed four out of the five and then the last one was a team that's like 10 games better than the other team who would play the night before and was on the road fucking lost mike brown stuck it to me again <laughs> Well, could oh could get his king squad to, to show up at home against the lowly Toronto Raptors. But, you know, I, I ended up salvaging some of the night by, like, I did eight NBA over-unders, I think it was. Uh, and I, I won six out of the eight. So I was able to salvage something. That's that's the thing. I've, I've learned a lot about sports betting in the last three weeks as far as, like, not to, to get so excited with the wins and so – like down with the losses because it's, it's like a stock market. It's like one day you're going to hit one day you're not like you can have a stretch where a couple days you're, you're lost. Like you, 
you just gotta like not get crazy and uh, just be willing to ride it all out. That if you keep doing well, make smart decisions in the end, you'll probably end up, uh, we'll call it ahead, but like it takes a lot of work, it's not easy. Hmm. Any prop bets, anything uh, funky or fun in these uh, sports betting situations in Ohio? Um, there, I'm sure there is, but I don't involve myself with that kind of stuff. Like, I don't bet on the color of the Gatorade and, and anything like that, you know. Man, I, I, I do appreciate the fact that we have sports betting in Ohio now because I've, I'm having so much fun with it. Mm. Like, I feel like I'm, um, I'm pretty decent at understanding sports. I just, I don't know betting math and like that, that's where it's been fun for me. It's like finding a new hobby and I'm like excited for something all over again. Like when I first started bowling, like bowling was a challenge and I I wasn't very good at it and it took work and I had to, I listened to people that were like doing it for years, knew way better than me. Like I, I took advice and, critiques and all this stuff to eventually get good at it. Or like back in the day when I, you know, played, Oh damn, Luca hurt already. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, growing up playing basketball, like you, you, that, that took practice and effort and magic, the gathering that took like learning and trial and error. And, you know, this, it's just like any hobby, man. Like I, I find people that are smarter than me at it. I listen to them. I read, um, I, I, you know, I learned lessons by failing and this is just one thing now that like, I'm excited to do every day. Like I, uh, I look at lines. I, I try my best to listen. I try to have some fun too. Cause like we have like a group chat where a bunch of us, like we do like similar parlays and like we have like people we're rooting for together and everything. So like the group chat every night's been kind of like, Oh my God, we need this to happen. Or, you know, are you guys watching this game or like, damn these people that didn't do the thing I needed them to do. Like, like right now, like half of our chat is like excited that RJ Barrett got those last couple points. And then we got a couple other people who are disappointed because they needed him to get like one more point. Cause they did, they did a different bet than the rest of us. So it's like, the, the highs and the lows are fun because like, you got people there doing it with you. So, mm-hmm. like, I've been enjoying that aspect of it. Like, um, trying to win is fun. You're not always going to win money. But, like, having friends that are, like, going along with it and doing it too is making that much more enjoyable for me. So, while, yes, I would like to, you know, hit big and, and be rich and not have to work ever again, like, that's not a reality at this moment. But like having fun with people like that I care about is, and that's been uh, really rewarding. On top of the fact that I'm up like thirteen hundred on the month. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done, sir. What else is going on with you, man? Not a whole hell of a lot, if I'm being honest. I uh, it's okay. It's okay. I, I bowled the other night, um, and I've been watching sports and wrestling. Like, uh, you know, I got got the Royal Rumble coming up this weekend, so I'm going to go to my buddies. Um, there's a vintage expo at the IX Center on Saturday, mm. like Saturday morning. I was thinking about maybe going, but like now I'm not sure um, because of circumstances. But um, I don't know. Like I, it's been snowy and whatnot. You know, um, my uh, ceiling was leaking again the other day. Well, a couple of days because we've had a lot of snow and rain 
last couple of weeks. And, you know, I've talked about, um, like, maybe needing a new roof and this and that and the other. So, like, my buddy was just like, you know what? Let's go. Like, he's like, let me go up in the attic. Because he had never been in the attic. Because, like, I don't have, like, an attic attic. There's, like, when you come in my side door, there's, like, the basement steps to go down. Technically, the ceiling to that stairwell is the incline that goes up to an unfinished attic. So there's, like, planks of wood. They kind of, you know, like, when you go to, like, a carnival and they have that, like, ladder game where people try to go on the rickety ladder and they end up falling over? Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of that, but it's, it's you know, it's stable. It's not a rope. But yeah. it, there's rickety planks of wood that you have to ascend to get up to an unfinished attic. And um, I've never been up there. Like I've, I'm just like, I'm too big of a dude to be going through this Winnie the Pooh hole up this rickety ladder step. Cause it's not like an actual entrance way either. It's like a hole in the wall that like the previous owners of the house had built like a, a coat closet into like okay. the, that part of my, of my living room. I don't think was originally in the floor design. They added that on, which is, that that wall is like that wood paneling, yeah. Because that end of that wall wasn't originally there, so um, at least I don't think it was. Like based on the linoleum on the floor and stuff, and the way that like the walls laid out, I don't think it was originally there. But anyway, I'm too big to be going through that like doorway and trying to climb up those like rickety ass planks of wood to go up to that attic. So he went up there the other morning, and uh, he was looking around, and like I ended up poking my head in and looking up and I could see like the, the roof boards and everything. And they don't look wet. And and like, so the water that's coming in, I don't think it's coming in like off of like the roof. I think it's coming in somewhere like by the gutter, like by the fascia board that I asked the fucking gutter company to replace when they did my gutters last year that they didn't do. So like, I, there's no way for us to tell without being able to either replicate it or go up there when the ceiling's actually doing leaking, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't doing it at that moment, but it was something we were talking about because I was talking about, like, the cost of roof replacements. But now that, like, I've seen up there and I've seen the wood that, like, it was bone dry. Like, there was no water damage or anything that I could see. So it, there's got to be, like, a slow leak somewhere by the edge and it like builds up on the, the insulation in that little area, and then like drips down. It like over time, it went into like the plaster, because yeah. my my living room ceiling is like plaster of Paris or whatever, and it like trickled through that because you know water always takes least resistance. So now like when it gets oversaturated up there and has no more like absorption or whatever, it yeah. leaks through the living room ceiling like, where the where the crack formed from all the water damage. So. Um, obviously at some point I want to get that fixed and repaired and everything, but, um, you know, in this economy, you got to pick and choose your battles. So for sure, for sure. So only, but, the only worry there is mold, of course. Cause you yeah, that was my main in. worry too. But yeah. like having seen up there now, I'm not as worried because like a piece of insulation is easy to fucking lift up, throw in a trash bag, wipe down the area and then slap a new piece down. Like, yeah. It's more of a, like, just fixing the leak where the water's getting in, because once that's done, like, I don't care anymore. Like, as long I, – I was afraid that I was going to have to, like, replace, like, a roof, like, like have it, like, redone, like, with new shingles and wood and everything. But having looked up there now, I think it's simple as just finding, like, the, the, cre- the crack or whatever where it's, like, 
like drip because what it is is a lot is like when the snow builds up, it kind of like <clears throat> creates like a waterway to wherever the crack is because I don't get leaks like that in the summertime. Like yeah. if we have like a hard rainfall, I don't know if maybe just because it's so dry most of the time that enough water doesn't come in to like drip through. But like when um when we have snow and the snow starts to melt, it's like it runs down on itself and finds its way in. What it sounds like to me, um, because you said it's like near like the edge of the house, right? Do you have yeah, like if, you, if you're if you're in my living room, um, yeah. you remember like where the couch used to be above the, I mean by the front window. Mm-hmm. It would have been right above the armrest of the couch, like straight up right there, like the edge of the bay window. The edge of the bay window. Hmm. Yeah, like if you pull in my driveway and you look at my front window, the edge that's near the door, like where the window is, like mm-hmm. straight up, that's where like the ceiling damage is. Hmm. Hmm. Any pipe in the pipe up there? Any pipe work up there at all? Anything you need? To no, it's literally an unfinished attic with nothing in it but insulation. Hmm. There's, there's literally nothing up there. There's like a couple of vents on the sides of the house just for airflow. Yeah, soffits, the soffits. That's what I. That's that's the first thing I said. That's what that is. That's the soffits. So what's happening is, my, but no, the, those those are on the sides of the house. The water damage is on the front. Hmm. Yeah, because they they look like little like you're you're talking about the white things. They look like honeycombs with like the slits in them. Those are yeah. on the sides of the house. Like they're way up high. They're nowhere near where the water is. Hmm. Because well, because if that was what I was thinking is that if. Uh, the soffits like let the airflow in, so I was thinking that um, if it starts melting, the airflow start coming back, and then it um, that's where the water's coming from. But there goes my theory. Yeah, I, I'm willing to bet that it's either a crack in the flashing, and that gutter company, replay company, or replacement company didn't do what I wanted and didn't fix the problem. They just changed out, put new gutters on, which, mm-hmm. you know, that putting new gutters on is fine, but that's not why I really wanted them to do the work. I, I picked them because they said they do fascia replacement repair. That was what I wanted. And they didn't fucking do it, which I yeah. fucking told them that when, uh, like they gave me that, like, how do you are like that? Like sir, follow up survey of like, how do we do? I'm like, well, you didn't do what I asked you to. And my ceiling's still leaking as I typed this reply and you, never got you, a you, reply back. You could probably sue them, man, because when we had um, our gutters and our part of our roof replaced, like, um, like kind of what you're saying, like where the house meets the, um, like this, mm-hmm. like we have this crazy section by one of our windows, like by one of your windows, where it's like the roof has two different heights, and they didn't put. Um, the flashing back right, and we had a big old storm, and the water came into our garage and totally ruined like the like the first uh, like right when you walk into the garage, that shit just blew all, away. and that's because they didn't put the flashing back right. That was all. That was that's probably exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so. Um... Next time it leaks, you know, maybe we'll, uh, I'll send him back up there and, uh, see if we can figure it out or, you know, if we have more time, 
dick around, maybe pull the insulation out, see if there's like a, cra- a visible crack or something. Like maybe the sunlight comes through or, you know, something just, but at least now, like, you know, it still bothers me, but like, I'm less worried about it now that I've seen up there and I've seen that it's not just like this clusterfuck of damage, you know? Yeah. Cause oh, like, I mean, nice. theoretically, if I had to f- replace one rung of insulation, that's whatever, uh, sealing a crack. Like, even if we did it ourselves, if we found a crack, and we like, I'm sure we could figure out a way to seal a crack. Oh, for sure. And then just fucking repairing the plaster in, in the living room is just, I don't know, putting some more plaster up and then repainting it. Correct. Yeah. So you got a plot. You got a scheme. It's okay. Yeah, may, may you may you win may you win hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars. <laughs> and th- therefore, making it easy for you to make these repairs without uh, any issue. If I won hundreds of millions of dollars, I might buy that island in the the in Caribbean. The, the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll quit that. As long as you can give me a you know, as long as you can uh, find out how to get me there, you know what I'm saying? Player prices and all that shit, travel, boat, or something, plane. I mean, I, at shit. that point, I'll have a, I'll have a PJ. Uh, <laughs> all right, there you go. It's good. I don't good. I don't live far from my airport, and it'll be like. Two in the morning, hearing people take off. I'm like, man, I know some dope just landed here. <laughs> well, there you go, people. Um, I told y'all last week that I was uh, considering a new segment, and I bumped into something this week, and I was like, that's it, fuck it, new segment. Uh, uh we doing that shit going forward. And so, T segment this week. I'm not saying I'm gonna do this every week, but definitely I'm doing this shit this week, and. Who knows? If I learn something else next week, we'll do it again then. The segment I, I, I'm going to call uh, Things I Learned on TikTok this week, because I'm constantly being educated on TikTok. And uh, I found this one to be just fascinating. Uh, somebody uh, posted a picture on a... On a it was a, No, it was a guy on, t- on a TikTok, and it was a Stitch video, talking about... I find it... Crazy! Uh, I find it hilarious that the only uh, the only you know sushi Americans have named after a state in America has no fish in it, mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. And he think he and he think he cooking until uh, this dude comes through and he's like, uh, well, actually, bruv, uh, sushi is uh, is is in reference to the the rice, and uh, I didn't know that. And so let me like I said, I have, I have pulled a couple articles, but also I just want to make sure I give peace to this to to the guy who uh made this video this is uh uh mike uh sagawa sagawa if i pronounce it wrong forgive me i'm, I'm not i'm not trying to uh saki river is this uh is a tiktok handle and the end of the link to this video will of course be in your show notes but he said that i'm like well let me let me go ahead and look into this and sushi means sour rice it has absolutely nothing to do with the raw fish, which if you just thought a second, you'd be like, well, that makes perfect sense because raw fish is sashimi. You know what I'm saying? Or sashimi is raw meats of all sorts because they make chicken sashimi in Japan because they chicken is, uh, you know, it ain't no salmonella popping in it because they have a whatever a proper situation going on over there. But I went to look into it and I, I put a couple articles that, like I said, they'll be in the show notes, but this one I actually want to give you a little read on because it's kind of, it's relatively brief. And, uh, what exactly is sushi? This is by Catherine Hill over at Kitchen. And again, it'll be in your show notes. Uh, the word sushi is often ambiguous for non-native Japanese. We think of it as being interchangeable with raw fish. 
Sushi is a vinaigrette rice topped with other ingredients. Sashimi, which is slices of raw fish alone, is not sushi because it isn't accompanied with rice. Uh, the origins of sushi. Originally, sushi was fermented fish with rice preserved in salt. And that was the staple dish in Japan for a thousand years until the Edo period, 1603 to 1868, when contemporary sushi was developed. The word sushi means it's sour, which reflects back to sushi's origins of being preserved in salt. Traditional versus contemporary sushi. Traditional sushi took longer to prepare due to the fermenting steps required. Contemporary sushi was developed to be a type of fast food and remains so to this day. Sushi in Japan. Sushi in Japan is very simple and usually doesn't contain more than one type of fish or one type of vegetable. In Japan, they don't have the kinds of rolls that are popular in America's sushi, American sushi establishments, such as rock and roll, spider roll, caterpillar roll, and so on. Mm. Japanese people also don't put avocado on their sushi. These types of rolls are considered <laughs> Western style or California style. Eating sushi the Japanese do, the way the Japanese do. When using condiments, the Japanese keep it simple. They do not mix wasabi in the soy sauce. If they desire more wasabi, they dab a little bit on the sushi. The pickled ginger is intended to be a palate cleanser and is eaten in between pieces of sushi, not with the sushi pieces. Do not put sauces on their sushi, such as spicy mayonnaise or unagi sauce. <laughs> to experience sushi as a purist, you want to taste the fresh ocean flavor of the fish, not drown it with soy sauce, wasabi, pickled ginger, or other sauces. Each sushi piece is supposed to be bite-sized, but if the piece of sushi is too big, it's fine to take two bites. Here are the principal types of sushi. Nigiri or nigiri sushi. Almost. An, an oblong mound of vinegared rice pressed between the palms of the hands with a little bit of wasabi on top and a vegetable, a slice of tama, uh, tamago, which is an egg omelet, or a slice of raw fish draped over it. These are meant to be eaten with your fingers. Place one piece of nigiri between your thumb or index fingers, turning it upside down, dip the fish in soy sauce. It's done this way because dipping its right side first will cause it to fall apart. Place it in your mouth, fish side down. Man, this is crazy. Uh, Inari Zushi, a pouch of fried tofu filled with rice. It's okay to eat these with your fingers, okay? Shirashi or Shirashi Zushi, place to scattered sushi. Shirashi is a bowl of vinegar rice and mixed ingredients eaten with chopsticks. Tamaki, or hand roll, a cone-shaped piece with nori on the outside and vinegar rice and ingredients on the inside, is also eaten with the fingers. Uh, Oshizushi, vinegar rice and ingredients shaped like a block, shaped with a block with a, in a into a block with a wooden mold, then cut into bite-sized pieces and eaten with chopsticks. And narzushi, still found in Japan, this closely resembles the original form of sushi. Narazushi is a fermented fish with rice and salt, which is preserved for a few months before being eaten. The rice is discarded after after the fermentation process. Only the fish is eaten. Anyway, I learned that on TikTok this week. The sushi means sour rice and has nothing to do with the fish. And for years, we have been taught wrong here in America about what the fuck sushi is. Then to follow that up, somebody on Twitter posted a picture of what they call what they call it 
I think I can, I, I certainly can, can find it because I responded to it. It was basically just, it was just uh race and, uh, and uh, the seaweed rap. And they called it like plane or some shit. And at the lab, because I just learned, you know, that, that actually that's just sushi, you know? And uh, of course I found that to be amazing because like I said, I just learned this information. So somebody, somebody, somebody uh, tweeted plain sushi and somebody responded to that saying jail. And I responded to that saying, I just learned this week that sushi is referring to the rice. So that's just straight up sushi and legit because it's just vinegared rice in the, uh, Damn it, Aunt, what we just said a damn uh, uh, seaweed paper is called. We just talked about this on uh, on, on Creme Pat. Nigiri? I don't. It's not Nigiri. It's something else. Uh, I said I said Nigiri myself, Box, so I guess I'm glad we're on the same page. Seaweed. Rapper. Nori. Nori. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So... Uh, it's just this is just nori and vinegared rice, and that's just straight up, and that is indeed sushi. And so I thought that was dope. I thought it was fun and interesting. I thought I'd share it with you, our listeners, because I thought it was something pretty cool to say. So there you go, raw fish sashimi, vinegared rice and raw fish sushi. The rice being what makes what pop off, and also the rice don't. Have, there's plenty of people who don't eat raw. Uh, like I said again, I, you'll see the TikTok. Plenty of people don't eat. Uh, raw fish in japan because it's not they taste either so you know i'm saying it's it's the rice that's doing the doing the heavy lifting there and i think that's pretty kick-ass so that was my segment this week uh things i learned on tiktok this week y'all come across anything in these tiktok streets make you go huh uh i've watched a couple of sports guys on there uh-huh but um i haven't really like jumped back into tiktok but yeah. you know, th- this could get me back in. Not that I say that I'm gonna. That's the thing. You gotta just l- listening to people. That doesn't mean that they're right. But I'm willing to listen. So that's a, yeah, you know, that's exactly I'm, what this was. Yeah, I'll go on. I might go on there a little bit uh, some more re- uh, here in the in the near future and peruse. Yeah, yeah. I, I, once once he said that, I was like, let me go research this. Which is why I have I have you a couple of sources in addition to that TikTok video. Don't think your boy would ever play you like that and not to give you some other sources. I'm not going to just take anybody on TikTok's word because that just seems dangerous. <laughs> so put in some uh, put in some uh, some work elsewhere. I fucking love sushi too. So I, 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 I know that's your jam. My they they have like that sushi place that they opened up uh, around here, um, where it has like the sushi goes around on the conveyor cart. Mm-hmm. And um, my buddy actually, I called. So I called off work last Friday because I had a like a headache. I, I didn't sleep well. Yeah, it, it was real bad. But um, I I didn't eat until like two o'clock in the afternoon because like I I had called off work and went back to bed until like almost noon. And then I woke up. I I you know screwed around for a bit, and then I I finally was like, man, I need to eat something. It's like almost two o'clock in the afternoon. I, I need to put some food in me. Then, like, a half hour later, my buddy messaged me. He goes, hey, are you working today? I'm like, no, nah, I called off. I didn't feel well. And uh, he goes, oh, man, I was going to see if you wanted to go to that sushi place we were talking about. And I was like, oh, man, I just ate. Sorry, man. <laughs> so I had a, ch- so I had a chance. But, uh, yeah. you know, a, a quasi-migraine derailed it. Oh, it's all good. 
Well, I did go to, uh, after we talked about it, I went to Otani Noodle for lunch today. And got the chicken katsu done. Nice. Pretty good. Man, they went I like up, that They place. went up like $3. That's about right. <laughs> <laughs> I did oh, see this uh, one TikTok video um, where um, the guy was like, um, hey, how much for these dozen of eggs? Uh, $7. Uh, but he's like, oh man, that's too much. Then it's like, I got this one egg for one dollar. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that, that's some shit I found I, that I, that I learned on Twitter this week. I guess if you want to look at some shit, and that is uh, the 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 it's it's bullshit. This this notion that oh it was a, it was a bird flu, and that's why eggs went up. No, just the the main egg distributor in the country raised prices. And blamed it on the bird flu, which uh, actually has not affected the chicken population anywhere near as bad as they made it out to be. And and every like uh, you know news outlet just jumped on that shit. Was like, yeah, bird flu that did it, and nobody researched it any further. That's like you fuckers. What I picture is a um, you know one big rooster walking around, um, like slapping the other rooster rooster bitches. Like, hey, bitch, <laughs> just give me an egg. And um, he got like a gold. Um, what's those things called under his um, under his chin? The, under the uh, rooster chin. The gobble? I thought that, no, that's not a. That's the rooster. That's a turkey's uh, thing. I thought I just know. called it a uh, turkey neck. All right, he got a gold <laughs> turkey neck. He got it gold plated, and he walked with a cane, and he just pimping the, um, all the other um, the chickens in the hen house. I'm running. I'm running it foul. Y'all see what's up. <laughs> <laughs> File feather. I see it. Oh my gosh. Wait, that's that that but there you go, people. That is uh that is it for uh our, our standard affair here. Now I'm gonna take you down to the mean streets of Reddit. Where the brother like myself likes to delve into the subreddit. Am I the asshole? I have multiple ones this week. So uh how much time we been going? I've been going about an hour. All right, I, I, I'll give you a. I'm gonna I'm I'm hit y'all with uh, four options. Hmm. We will do three of the motherfuckers. This first one is just one I'm picking, so I'm just calling it what it is. And that is ever the asshole for my response to my sister's boyfriend's brutal honesty. Hmm. And here are a couple of ones. A few. Am I the asshole for not giving my newly engaged cousin my grandmother's engagement ring? Trust mm. me, that seems interesting. In fact, I'm going to be dumb and refresh this, and hopefully it's still here after I push uh, refresh, because you know that what has happened multiple times is I click refresh, and they done bomb the whole thing, and then I can't get back to it. In fact, mm-hmm. let, me highlight, let me copy and paste this bitch right quick. That way we'll have it just in case that occurs. And, and give, you know, if y'all choose that one as to uh, what we are getting down with, trophy. All right. Quick refresh. Okay. One still there. That's a good deal. <laughs> but there you go. So that's one. Uh, uh, Emma the asshole for telling my daughter that she can't expect me to do the hard things for her just because she doesn't want to do them. The reason I picked this one is because this subreddit said, yes, you're an asshole. So I figured that must mean it's got to be good. Mm. <laughs> and this one is, 
Am I the asshole for deciding to watch my grandson over my son's dogs? And again, this subreddit says, yes, you're an asshole. And I figured that's got to mean something, right? I have not read any of those. I, only, I did read the one about the engagement ring, and it's pretty good. It's not being whatever, but I mean, but those other two, like I said, I didn't read either one of them. I just saw they was they they, they the subreddit has said they're assholes, and I was like, okay, hmm. I don't think I would have ever picked the fourth one until you said that they determined the person was an asshole. I know. I want to know why. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's go with that one. Okay, that's the dog one. We got one more to pick. What's what's the, what's the other of those of the of the remaining ones? Engagement ring or daughter doing the hard part? Again, that's the one that says an asshole. So I mean, got to be something going by. The, the daughter one. one doing the hard part. I feel like that could be as simple as like. Oh, you're supposed to make your life easier for your kids. That's your job as a parent. You're an asshole. That like, but that's without having heard it. Anything like, I, that's just what I my assumption would be. You know. Hmm. We we can go with the grandpa. We can go with grandparent and parent night. Fair enough. All right. Ah, uh, let's start. Let's start with that dog one. I just I need to know. Am <laughs> uh, an asshole for deciding to watch my grandson over my my son's dogs? Family member told me to post here. My female 52, husband male 56, and I have two daughters. They are both great kids that are successful, accomplished, and I couldn't be more proud, but lead very different lives. We all still live in the same area, the area I raised them at. One 25 female travels extensively for work and has an on-again, off-again boyfriend, and the other female, 28, is married and has a three-month-old son. My daughter with a three-month-old, works full-time, and is going back to work as her maternity leave is ending. I work part-time, but offer to watch my grandson at my house while they're at work. I'd quit my job, which I'm okay doing. We recently had a sit-down about watching him, and my daughter and husband gave me a list of rules. Her daughter, my daughter, and her, I guess her husband. One they stressed was no animals around the baby. That one, that that one was a bit of a surprise and conflicts with the needs of my other daughter. I asked why they cited safety. I accepted them because I want to watch my grandson and be involved in his life. My other other daughter that travels for work has a pair of dogs. When she is out of town, she drops the dogs off with me. The dogs can be a bit rambunctious, but otherwise behaved. She is usually gone three days at a time, usually midweek. So the time that I watch the dogs would conflict with my grandson. I've been watching her dogs for three years. I've informed her that I want to watch my grandson. And because of that, I can't watch the dogs as much anymore. Well, she did not take the news well and flipped out, saying it isn't fair that she now has to find other means to take care of the dogs. And it is financially affecting her. I told her I can't stop. I can step stop by and check on them in the evenings but I won't have to have the time to properly take care of her dogs if they were left at her place. She hasn't spoken to me or her sister in the past week. So was I the asshole here? Not reading that. I don't think so. Is there more to this, like deeper in this uh, situation? The, the, is is Reddit going her asshole because they like dogs? What? The only thing I thought was kind of catty was the, she talked about her on and off because uh, I, I thought I was going to get into it. I talked about the on and off boyfriend. Like, oh, she ain't married. She just got an on and off boyfriend. But other than that, she was clearly not the asshole here. 
holy smokes, there's one, two, three, four, five in a row highlighted pink comments. Mm. I'm curious because I'm just like, yeah, what, what's wrong here? I mean, it, it's you, you've given this person what's it, what seems to be ample notice that you're going to no longer be able to take care of their dogs. And they need to find another way to. T- I, I don't know. None, none, none of this makes me think this person's an asshole. Is she going to talk about they uh, they date life? But you know what the fuck am I supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it would have been more to that, but it clearly wasn't. Um, is are there any not the ass comments? Uh, that says you're the asshole. Agree, 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 agree. Okay, so all those are saying. Oh wait a minute! This person says agree, not the asshole. Okay, so let's see. Let's 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 go through these pink ones and uh, see what's happened here. First one is uh, Mark L. Beta, Beta bet ya, Mark L. Bet ya. He is a participant in this subreddit. Yes, you're the asshole for accepting an unreasonable condition to help one of your children at the expense of the other. Would your daughter really have found other accommodations to watch the baby if you stood fast on the no pets rule? Doubtful. Most animals get along well with children. If nothing else, you can find a way to keep them apart if need be. I think, I think, I think there's white people who just love dogs. And not only that, she agreed to like check on them like at night. So it's not like she could. Yeah, let's just keep reading. Let me keep reading this this comment. Okay. You cho- you chose the needs of one daughter over the other and seem surprised that she's upset about it. I have a feeling the daughter with the child knew you watched the dogs. Don't don't disagree with that. I agree yeah. with that too, which is precisely why she made up the rule. You can and should tell this child tell this child tell this child, okay, that you have reconsidered and can't abide by no pets rule. So she'll have to find other accommodations when you when you are going to watch the dogs or live with it. Don't be bullied by your daughter just because you want to see the grandchild. The next comment underneath that is agree with this 100%. Baby daughter is manipulating you intentionally at the expense of dog daughter. You shouldn't allow this. They are not going to pay for the expensive infant daycare when you are offering to watch their infant for free and even quit your job to do so. This will cause a permanent rift in your family if you don't fix it now. The one beneath that. Or, you know, they could just not want animals around a three-month-old baby, especially mm-hmm. when they when they aren't around to watch. Doesn't have to be manipulation. We have no way of knowing if they if they would find alternative uh, options because that wasn't in the OOP and found it in the comments yet. You are assuming a lot based on nothing. And then they said, edit, please don't spend money on awards because they have, like I said, it's a big old pink highlighted comment. Uh, one after that says, yeah, I don't understand why everybody's looking at the mom as a villain. Two rambunctious dogs around a three-month-old with one adult in the room is not a great combo. ETA. ETA. Hmm. I, want, I, 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 don't, I don't assume that means, uh, you know, what estimated time of arrival. Anyone who's had a baby and excitable dogs or whose parents did that with no issue, that's awesome. I'm genuinely happy that it all worked out for you. But there are plenty of people with the opposite experience, too. It's not a situation everyone is skilled or confident enough to take on. And acknowledging that doesn't take away from your positive experience. Okay, so that person is uh, not the asshole. And this, this is the last of these pink comments. Child is greater than dog. Reddit is populated with 12-year-olds. edit the crazies are sending me suicide hotline information you know who thinks shit like that is funny 
Yep, 12-year-olds. LOL. Uh, here's another deeper a pink comment in the, in the people one. They just proved our point. People without kids don't realize the difference between your pets and somebody else's pets. I still would never let my daughter alone with my dog when she was a baby because she was a baby. They might have tried to walk, lost balance, and grabbed on the dog's fur. Dog's in pain and bites back. This is a three-month-old baby and two bunctious dogs. I don't blame the parents for having safety on their mind. OP, those dogs aren't your family. You don't owe anyone an excuse of how you want to end your days off, and your dog daughter is coming off as entitled, especially after you even offered to still go and check on the dogs at her place. Perhaps you can explain that you can revisit the dog range when grandson is a little older and you can advocate and can advocate for himself. She's gotten three years of free dog care. I think it would be only I think it would only be fair if your other daughter could also get three years of child care. Not the asshole. Edit. Thanks for the award. Yeah, I don't think this lady is an asshole. I think her daughter's kind of a dick for being like, don't have my baby, my baby around no animals. When you when you there's no way she does not know that her mama watched some dogs. It's too much of a part of the of, of, of yeah. The, she's been doing it for three years. They, they're all aware. Yeah. So that shit right there was definitely a sneak diss on her sister. But I don't know. I can't be mad about it. Like I said, you gave that woman ample notice and said, "Hey, I'm about to I'm about to start watching my grandbaby, and they don't want those around." Suck it up, Playboy. <laughs> I mean, I if anything, we got to commend this lady for being so willing to help out her children. That's, that's great. Like, she's going to quit a job she has just to be like, I, I got your back, baby, and I watch my grandson. Respect. Eh, how random. Yeah, I guess for the, for the first time in a very long time, I, I, I outright disagree with Reddit on this one. They're a bunch of little bitches who love dogs a little too much. And I had a dog. I sell dogs in the community. I sell black dynamite. I sell drugs in the community. You just said the equivalent of like, I have a black friend. Hey, I, I do. She's a black dog. She, uh, she, that, that stands firm. All right. Here's that other one that, said, that they said was an asshole. And uh, I'm an asshole for telling my daughter that she can't expect me to do the hard things for her just because she doesn't want to do them. I'm just taking that at face value. Is this person an asshole in y'all guys' mind? No. I don't think so, but I, I like I said, I, I I have a feeling like I know where this is going. Let's see if it walks where you walk. I have a 17-year-old daughter named Ava who is gay. Mm. She came out years ago, but honestly, before she ever said anything to me, she made it clear as a child that she wanted very little to do with boys. My half-brother, James, and I reconnected about two years ago. We knew of each other as children, but I didn't know for sure that he and I shared the same dad. We ended up doing a DNA test after our father died and confirmed that we were siblings. So now we've gotten to know one another again and been slowly introducing our families to each other. He has two kids that are just a few years younger than my daughter. So Ava was really excited about finally having some cousins close to her age. The one on her mom's side are significantly younger. She's also excited about getting to know more of my family since I'm not very close with the rest of them. We've met up a few times and it's always gone well. One gets along with each other. At dinner a little while ago, James jokes that Ava's boyfriends would have to answer to me, her uncle and her male cousins, if they broke her heart. Mm. Ava just laughed a little and said that she wasn't concerned about boys, so they wouldn't have to worry about that. 
Later, when they were gone, she asked me if I knew how James and his family felt about the LGBTQ community. I told her I wasn't sure because I, it had never come up. So then she asked me if I could find out for her. I said that she shouldn't, she should just talk to them about it directly since she's the one with the question. But then she said that she didn't want to ask because she didn't know James as well as I did and would probably be easier for me to bring it up instead. I ended up telling her that she can't expect me to do the hard things for her just because she doesn't want to do them. Mm. If she wants to tell, wants to tell my brother, his family that she's gay, or even if this, if even find out if their opinions on LGBTQ people, then she, she should do so her, that herself. I thought she had let it go, but she's been giving me the cold shoulder for a bit. My ex-wife actually <laughs> called me er, called me earlier and told me I was being obtuse about the situation and that I should actually be willing to do this for our daughter. I feel that Ava disclosing her identity is a responsibility that should fall on her, and it's not my job to pave the road for her. Evidently, my ex and Ava both think it is, and I'm being insensitive as well, so I wanted some outside opinions. Edit. I love my daughter and I'm proud of her. Even in wanting her to find out about my brother's views on her own, I never would have left her to handle this without me at least in the room. Reading the comments, I realized that I was teaching her how to be I wasn't teaching her how to be independent and do things on her own. I was likely making her feel completely unsupported. I saw that as facing her anxieties thing instead of truly thinking about it as a safety issue. I should have tried to see it from her point of view. I recognize that and I will do more to learn in the future. I'm going to apologize to her and ask how she wants to go about. I don't know if that falls into what you were thinking box, but I mean, definitely not. No, it's a way okay. different situation. I was, I thought this was going to be like chores or something <laughs> school related, yeah. you know, like I didn't know this was going to be like night crisis thing. Hmm. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, this person is definitely a, a big, a big butthole. <laughs> Uh, I wonder if it's so normalized to him that his daughter's gay. They just don't think twice about it, you know? But it matters when we live in a world where um, gay clubs are being shot up and and, and, and politicians are, are being super shitty about gay people and and and, uh, and trans people and drag queens all of a sudden. Drag queens all over the world as people. Like, I guess there was a drag queen in Australia that got lit up uh, by, by, by a politician because they were like, this is grooming my children. I'm like, how is that grooming? What are they grooming them to do? Dress flamboyantly? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I truly don't understand what is being said here lately about things like that. I like, I'm like, y'all are really just making it up as you go along at this point. Yeah, that... Um... I get what you're saying, but that shit seemed like, man, like super, I mean, just at a basic level, super unsupportive, like, obviously, if your 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 child is coming to you, like, hey, are you, are you going to, you know, at least find out? Because I don't want to, like, you're in a relationship with this person. Yeah. I'm secondarily building a relationship with this person. This is something we should have been going through, like like they said later on, at least together. Yeah. Um, and you find out, you know, you fill out the room, and then we'll talk about it more later. It's like, um, yes, extremely obtuse, extremely. Fair enough. Uh, we have a, 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 a glow in the dark comment here. This is from Leela Cat. 
who also is a participant, participant, <laughs> part, participant, forgive me. You're the asshole. Here's the thing. People can completely change their treatment of a person when they learn they aren't straight. I've seen the nicest people in my own family turn into the most hateful people in the in the moment. Anything rainbow comes up. <clears throat> you never know who bigots can be, and they are also capable of being the and loving kindness and loving to pe- people to people they aren't hateful toward. You're right in that it should be her responsibility to tell them if she chooses. However, she is asking you as her parent to find out if there are if these are safe people for her to be out to. Mm. One of the jobs of a parent is to protect their kids. She wants to know, rightfully so, if she comes out, if the reaction is going to be ugly and upsetting or if it will go well. After all, this sounds like a new familial bond and she may be looking to see if she should invest her time in building a relationship with them. If they turn out to be Westboro Baptist sympathizers, she may not want to invest into that relationship. And that's basically what Ant was just saying. This is, you know, just uh, you got to have your kids back, you know. I just told y'all back toward Christmas that I I, I had to uh, kind of address some family shit. And that has been running swimmingly since. And uh, so it was addressed as it needed to be. And um, I did that. I didn't have the kids do that. I didn't say, hey, you know, consider telling them some shit. Because I I knew that was a, a parent responsibility, not a kid responsibility, you know? Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, well, we and this guy seems seems to take seems to have taken his lumps and learned a lesson, and I, I respect that for him. You know what I'm saying? Good honor for for getting through that. Uh, you're an asshole, but you're you're learning, so it makes you less of an asshole to me. And at the start of this uh, circumstance, <laughs> maybe that person's just an anal fissure. It'll heal. It'll hurt. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say that engagement ring one because I think it has it actually is kind of fun. We'll get that one in uh, next week, uh, ladies and germs. Then you get this last one. Am I the asshole for my response to my sister's boyfriend? Brutal honesty. Full disclosure. Once again, this one of those videos I saw on TikTok that has the showed subway surfers and then my re- <laughs> and then the com- and the computer voice reading this, so I went and looked it up. My female 35 sister, female 27, started dating one of those brutally honest guys a few months ago. Now, do y'all know anything about the brutally honest movement? I'm not aware of this. No. Nah. Okay. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, I guess an op, uh, a, a re, oh, be, be, be just that brutally honest to people. Don't, don't, don't ever hide anything from my guests. Uh, brutally honest guys a few months ago. He can be quite rude and make backhanded comments about me and the family sometimes, which is bothersome. But my sister says he's not malicious, but is just brutally honest time. And we should get used to it. I visit my parents' house to my sister's birthday, and my husband couldn't come with me because he was busy. After the party, we all sat down for dinner, and my sister's boyfriend said, it was weird that my husband and I don't have kids, despite being married for six years now. Hmm. I was shocked that he brought this up, but I gave a short answer stating that it had been because of infertility issues. He asked on which side, and I didn't want to answer, but my, but my sister said, it's on my side. I got uncomfortable as he looked at me for a, a second and said that maybe not having kids now is a good thing because he thought women over 30 might produce defective babies due to age. Disney. I, t- <laughs> I told him it was none of his business, but he said that he was just giving his honest opinion, and that's all. 
I in return told him while maintaining eye contact, trust me, if I wanted an asshole's opinion, I would have farted. Oh. Literally, everyone at the table burst into laughter. My sister and her boyfriend were stunned. A few seconds later, her boyfriend excused himself out and my sister followed, then sent me a text after they left saying I was a mean and disrespectful boyfriend and insulted him maliciously just because he stated his honest opinion. She also said I ruined her birthday by being petty and making her boyfriend the joke of the night in front of the family. I didn't, resp- I didn't respond, but she demanded an apology via mail as soon as possible. Mom agreed that I, I shouldn't have said what I said and, sh- and should have just ignored him knowing how he is. I think I'm the asshole, but I'm not sure. The sister's an asshole. The boyfriend's an asshole. And the mama's an asshole. I knew since I was a little kid, you don't go, you don't ask a woman her age, and you don't ask a woman about her, um, about like a, a baby, uh, baby stuff. Like, I knew from like when I was a little kid. And like somebody announced that they were having a baby a little bit too early in our family. Yeah. And then like, you know, around the holidays, somebody else asked about the baby. And I was like, even I knew then it was just like, obviously the baby not here right now. Why is you asking this? <laughs> and I'm at the I mean I'm and I'm at the dinner table. And then like I knew that from a, a young age. You don't ask about a woman's personal issues period like that's like that's not honesty that's like that's extreme rudeness yes and uh let's let's before i delve into our pink comments i just want to look up brutally honest as a movement let's see me got a brutally brutally yet (laughs) it's this one uh video i've seen on instagram or tiktok several times with a little kid get off the um the school bus and his mother's like, how was school today? He's like, it was fine. My, mom, that sandwich you made me today, terrible. Terrible sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that video. Uh, uh, what comes up is radical honesty is the practice of being completely honest without telling even white lies. The phrase was trademark in 1997 as a technique and self-improvement program based on the 1996 book Radical Honesty by Brad Blanton, which proponents Radical honesty present the practice as a moral imperative. Blanton's our program argues against moralism and promote radical honesty as a means of reducing stress, deepening connections with other people, and reducing reactivity. Hmm. Huh. Uh, at a Moth main stage event in 2009, radio producer and writer Starley Kine related her experience with radical honesty, which she labeled a cult. Kind described a seminar where Blanton was verbally abusive at one point, urged her to sign a contract to, to obey him completely for the duration of the seminar. Oh, yeah. So this is it. It felt, it felt culty. But now I see. Uh, I, look. If you know Starly Kind, yeah. trust me, me and Aunt know Starly Kind. <laughs> you, you, you put faith in that woman. She knows what the fuck she's talking about. And the Starly Kind saw that shit was a cult. Yo, shit is a cult. It already, this shit, it, this shit seemed wild on some old crazy disrespectful shit. Early in Twitter days, there's two people that I've talked to on Twitter that's celebrities. 
Starly Kine, and Jill Scott. That's what's up. But we do have a couple of pink comments, so let's just delve into that. Uh, Princess Troubleshoot. <laughs> you know how he slash she is, is the biggest cop out for those people who everyone knows is a rude bully. Mm-hmm. If everyone called those kind of people on their bullshit instead of tolerating it, either they would realize they're inappropriate a-holes or they would at least be on notice that people disagree with them. Yeah, it's easier to say nothing, but why suffer a-holes? Thanks for the awards. We'll scroll down a little bit. Uh, this person is actually responding to that comment. You know how he slash she is the big uh, is is the biggest cop out response for those who everyone knows is a rude bully. Thank you. It drives me up the wall how this is used to pressure people to put up with abusive, rude, or plain ass holish behavior. It's used exclusively to excuse and defend shitty behaviors and actions, as if some people really think the person has no self control whatsoever or responsibility for their own actions. But somehow, everybody else around them is supposed to have both. Most people who do this have some sort of agenda, but I can't for the life of me understand those who don't necessarily have bad intentions and still spout this nonsense without even thinking. Peacekeepers can also be incredibly toxic and sometimes abusive, as despite their good intentions, they always put pressure on the wrong party, never on the aggressors themselves. Edit. If everyone called those people on their bullshit instead of tolerating it, either they would realize they're inappropriate a-holes or they would at least be on notice that people disagree with them. This is another good point. A lot of people double down on just acting the way exactly because so many people let them get away with it and even protect them from consequences, reinforcing the ideal that the ideal that there's nothing wrong with them and that the way they act is just that some people are being too sensitive, etc. So, you know, yeah, this dude is, a, is clearly an asshole. Got checked on his behavior, and uh, that was the end-all, be-all of that. Fuck him and your sister, and your mama for looking at you sideways, too. I hope you have since uh, made a baby, because that post, as it turns out, like I said, I told you, I saw it, I don't know, whatever, it's like a year old, and I have no idea how that person is, or is, but I hope I hope they, have, they are better in this life. In fact, I'm going to click on them. I'm going to see if I can click on their name. And see if they are what they're what they're chatting about in these streets. That's that's kind of the fun of Reddit. You can you can delve down a hole. Uh, nope, that's the only post they've ever made. See if they're oh. commenting on anything. No, that was it. This is it. That's the only thing they have commented on or posted. That was the, they came here to find out if they was an asshole. Were told they were not. And they was they 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 peaced out. <laughs> so that is what is up with that, people. Um, I actually wrote down my entertainment list this week because it, it was a little deeper than normal. Um, okay, Ticket to Paradise. Watch that on uh, Peacock. Uh, uh, Julia Roberts and uh, George Clooney. Mm-hmm. A very fun movie. Uh, if, uh, just you like a rom com? It's 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 just that you'll you'll very much enjoy it, and uh, I very much do enjoy. Uh, I did enjoy that movie. But word to uh, word to Peacock on that one. Uh, I started and completed Call of Duty Modern Warfare twenty twenty two. It was it was so good. It's probably one of the best Call of Duty campaigns I've played in years, and uh, it ended way too soon. And that's the problem with those those campaigns. They're about six hours long at, at max. 
but it ended with a real little, it ended with basically a little stinger, which is like, like I'm like, hell yeah, do that shit like Marvel movies. And so I was like, okay, that's very kick-ass what they did with that. So I'm excited for uh, some more Modern Warfare here in a few years when uh, we'll get to see what that. I also started Bayonetta 3 on the Switch. Uh, I love Bayonetta, and I'm quite happy to have started that. And I have been having a good time with that. Yesterday is from the day we record this. Microsoft had a, uh, what do they call it? Uh, basically, I think they called it a direct. Uh, developer direct is what they called it. Basically, they uh, uh, updated people on four games, and then they added a fifth game to the list. And that fifth game, they was like, yo, here's this game from this company, and we're going to drop it after this program. So they shadow dropped a new game called Hi-Fi Rush. It's from uh, Tango Works Studios, who's the guys who made The Evil Within, and uh, the guy who runs Tango, uh, Tango Works is uh, the guy who made Resident Evil 4, my favorite Resident Evil game. So Shinji Mikami. So his company is who made this game. And I just started a couple hours, a little bit before we started recording tonight. It's fantastic. And it's uh, if you have Game Pass, it's just right there in your Game Pass description. And if not, it's uh, $29.99. You can, uh, you can buy it on Xbox and on PC. And it's gorgeous. It's uh, cel-shaded. It's animated kind of in the Enter the Spider-Verse style. So it has a kind of like that stutter-jutter animation. But it looks, it looks fucking amazing. And it plays great. Basically, you're uh, you're attacking on the beat, and it's it's just it, everything, everything. And it's got a bunch of licensed music. Like I had a boss fight with a song playing. Really, mm-hmm. It's really good. It's really fun so far. I'm really enjoying it. And I think it's pretty great. And I love the fact that I get to play it just as part of my subscription. So that is what's up with that. Uh, also, I am addicted to and uh, am unable to break myself from Marvel Snap. I play it every night before I go to bed. I play it till I get tired. It is hilarious that that is how I play that game because like in my eye, then my eyes get heavy and I start fucking up. But, but that's how that's my style of play. I am. Uh, let's go look at my levels here and tell you. I can tell you that I am uh, my little green. You know, uh, levels that is beneath my portrait is now one thousand two hundred seventy four. Oh. So, I, I, yeah, you you like to think, oh, that's amazing. But then I know other like I said, but, uh, like like Fowler been playing. Mm-hmm. And bruh, he he he'll just send me his shit every now and again. It's like, like he is at level seventy seven on his uh his vibranium score, which is the score in like the lower right hand corner that you get from doing for doing snaps. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, it's like you can be so much more. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, um, I got thirty three for snaps, and I'm at um, I guess my green level is eight ninety six. Okay, yeah. I'm at 39 on Snap, so we right there. We right there, so that is what's up. Oh, hey, it is late enough in the day that I can get my free uh, my free credits, right? Go ahead and click that button. <laughs> uh, also, of course, I watched again uh, uh, The Last of Us, and I, I, I kind of want to see what, if, uh, if uh, Boxy kind of means to watch that this week, or uh, you just I let it go. I have not seen it. Okay. And, of course, uh, I know who watched it. Uh <laughs> If just as good, if not better than the first episode, and uh, I, I I fuck with it. Let me tell you that right now, man. The Last of Us is a really good show. So much so that I I've just gone down this rabbit hole on YouTube of watching people's reactions to it. It's been that fun to me. So I'm like, oh, let me see what other people are saying about it. And what's fun? What I've been what I've been having fun with is finding people who haven't played the game, and so this is all shocking to them. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like. I dig that. I like I like their reactions because their reactions seem so honest. And I have seen so many women and, and one man 
crying about that first episode when uh when uh uh what happens happens to uh, yeah i didn't want to put that out there but yeah so yeah <laughs> so that has been a delight i found these uh this uh what this channel with these black women sitting on the couch watching it and they are so fun and funny and I so I made a point to respond to them and 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 because you know I, I, as a person who uh, has a, 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 a some content that he likes to get responses on, I thought that was I thought go ahead and respond to them and let them know that she was amused by their work. Isn't it funny some of the stuff that we get like interested in or we find entertaining? Like I remember going back uh, last year or maybe the year before and watching some of the compilations of people. Like their reactions watching like Game of Thrones stuff live. Oh, nice! Like when Arya caught the knife. Yeah, and they caught that him. knife. Yeah, yeah. And people were like, yeah. ah! <laughs> you know what gets me still? Um, people watching of uh, Cap catching the owner, and then say Avengers Assemble. It, one, it almost always makes it almost makes tears just about every time, even now. But also, like when you get to see crowds go buck wild for that shit, it's still like one of the best things ever, man. I love watching that shit. So, yeah, I, uh, that's one thing YouTube has uh, kind of made me like. You know, I, I like reactions. You know what I'm saying? I like seeing people and hearing and finding out people's re- honest reactions to things. And I especially like, especially when it's reacting to shit that I fuck with. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know. Oreos and stuff like that. There, you know, I love seeing people say what they think of uh, if, if I come across people like uh say like I go up for these Oreos or not and so forth. And I'm like, y'all don't know, man. But basically, I reviewed every damn Oreo that exists. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me. If, if I was, I went looking for uh, that uh the the most Oreo Oreo. It just didn't drop until uh Monday apparently in stores. Hmm. And if it works like it should, we'll have an Oreo, a new Oreo to review for you guys next week. So uh, yeah, we'll my, see how that all. I'm sure my kids go ape shit when they see those Oreos. <laughs> so we'll see if that uh, plays out like like it shit. I'm very excited for that. Pitch Black is back as well. I need to find that and get a get a sample of that. I don't think that's that's review worthy. It's just a return of a Mountain Dew flavor that I that I enjoyed. So I'm I'm down for some Pitch Black. Is that the grape one? Yeah, yeah. Ah, delicious, scrumptious. But what's pop with y'all in the realm of entertainment? What, what have y'all been entertained by this week? Um, I watched uh, the la- the last Scream movie. Um, it was okay, right? It, you know what? It seemed like I don't remember like the the um the old um uh, Scream movies like too much, but man, this one seemed gory and violent as fuck. Like, I like that they embraced the campiness of it. I wish it was more campy. <laughs> like when, um, like even like the the first where she didn't die, you know, spoilers. But he be stabbing the shit out of her. Like <laughs> he stabbed her like a bunch of times. Like the first movie, the, the first movie like started like it was it was like a perfect horror movie, and then everything that's come after that has been like uh, it's like taking a photo, making a photocopy of a photocopy. Mm-hmm. And like it just keeps getting worse and worse, <laughs> but like you know, they're at the point now where like shit, we know it's bad, but we're gonna make it entertaining bad. Yeah, you know what? That's one of the things I enjoyed about um, the, like the Megan movie. Um, I really enjoy. Like the more I think about it, the more I enjoyed it. I and I kind of want to see it again, 
Like she be fucking those people up. No, I heard it's, I, it. I heard it's uh, reviewed well. I I, I would <clears throat> I would definitely give it as a person who don't who doesn't watch a lot of scary movies. I would give it a seven point five. Yes, nice. uh, uh, sequel being greenlit already, so you get mm-hmm. some more of that soon. I'm looking forward to it. It it it. I'm you know fuck that. I'm gonna give it even as a person who doesn't watch scary movies a lot. I'm going to give it an eight because it checks all the boxes. Some of the stuff is like a little predictable and stuff, but like everything that you would want out of a movie, it gives you. It definitely does. Um, I'm I'm gonna spoil this shit real quick. Uh, it's this <laughs> one part where like you see this other robot earlier, but then you see the the fucking little girl put on these gloves and fight the other robot as a robot. It is so good. That part's so good. <laughs> that part is so good. Did you ever watch uh, Ex Machina? Yeah, I try, I tried to watch it. I didn't finish it. Yeah, that's another a movie with robot lady. And uh, yeah, that's a very but cool But that's like movie, an erotic thriller, though. I guess there's some eroticism in it. Oscar Isaac in that. It's pretty dope. Yeah. Oh, man, uh... Uh, 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 Don Don Gleason, uh, whatever his name is, yeah, which so. is an, an another genre I think um, is kind of disappearing lately. That hasn't been back. The erotic thriller, yes, yeah, yeah. That's some, that's some, uh, that's definitely some nineties, uh, late nineties kind of vibes. Yeah, Michael Douglas was the king of erotic thrillers, and but now right. he's too. Uh, what was the one where he, he Demi Moore played his boss? She pushed his hand down and like. Yo, eat this pussy, motherfucker. Disclosure. Disclosure. I never forget (laughs) uh, in that movie. Because that movie, I think, I don't think there's any nudity in it, but it's like, I think it's like, it might be PG-13. But I just remember Dennis Miller being in it. And he's like, Mm -hmm. man, her nipples are like her pencil erasers. And I was just like, that was just like, whoa. What a description. (laughs) Wow. That's the best thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh my gosh! But I, um, for just for comfort's sake, I've been watching um, the Big Bang Theory again. Um, yeah, you told me. Yeah, you said the last week. But you're uncomfortable with how they be clowning Rogers' voice. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't like that part. But um, I still been watching. I've been watching that. Like throwing something that I don't really got to pay attention to. And then I, um, I've been watching on Discovery Plus this show called um, Inside Out. Whereas these two cousins, uh, one, you know, he pushes you to spend the home improvement money on the outside. And then the other cousin pushes you to spend money on the inside. And then they they decide and they fix the house. Fair enough. It's just something to get through the day. It ain't, sometimes it ain't all uh, Shakespearean. Box, what about you? What has what uh, entertained you this week? That's... Uh, Pretty much just been sports and YouTube, like my sure. my usual yeah. things. Like I I watch wrestling. Um, yesterday was a tribute show for the wrestler that passed away last week, and uh, I caught a little bit of Raw on Monday after I came home from bowling. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean football was last weekend. I've been watching basketball. Um, yeah, that's it. I, I haven't seen The Last of Us and mm-hmm. no movies or nothing. What, what um, about the um? The, 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 I forgot Hot Ones came back today. I did watch that today. Oh, because I, I, I had to see Anna Kendrick. You know. Yeah. Oh, okay. I I have not watched Hot Ones. Uh, I was gonna ask. Um, 
Cincinnati or uh, Chiefs? My heart says Cincinnati. Okay. My head says the Chiefs, even because Patrick, there's something going on here. Because they said Patrick Mahomes has a high ankle sprain. But, like, I saw that dude, like, running around in practice in a video the other day. Usually people with a high ankle sprain can't walk for, like, four to six weeks. Mm. So how's this dude, like, running around and going to play on Sunday? Are they are they giving him the varsity blues, like he in the training room getting the ankle shots? <laughs> he, he probably doing that, but they, they have so many different amazing things they can do. <laughs> and they probably put fucking stem cells in his ankle. <laughs> Man, I saw his foot go, like, 45 degrees. I don't know how the motherfuckers running around and talking about playing on Sunday. I don't know, but it's I, I don't really care who wins the Super Bowl. I guess one dude who uh you know who plays for them lived in Cleveland Heights, you know, and then the other team is from Ohio, so mm-hmm. uh, I I I uh I do not fuck with the Bengals and do not want them to go to the Super Bowl again. Fuck that. <laughs> I'll say that shit straight up. I and, and I don't I, I don't I don't bang that shit like oh it's Ohio. Don't you want to support Ohio? No. <laughs> I don't I had, fuck with the Bogles. If I had to pick any team left, I, I would pick the Eagles. Same. But I'm wildly excited to see the 49ers near this again. I because I, I used to root for the 49ers when I was little, you know, saying Joe Montana was my guy. Then Steve Young, it was after that. So it's like, I'm, I'm kind of like, yeah, man, it's kind of cool to see the 49ers uh, back at it like a bad habit, you know? So I, I, have, I, I, I have a grudge against Kyle Shanahan for how he left the Browns. Even if he okay. may have been right, I still don't like the way he did it. That is, that who, is who is Kyle Shanahan? Who is that dude? He's the coach of the 49ers. He was the Browns offensive coordinator back when we had Johnny Manziel. Oh, and he, okay. he resigned by presenting like a 45-page PowerPoint on why he wanted to get the fuck out of here. Mm, that, I mean, 49 points seems pretty legit. <laughs> if you got 49 points why you could like throw that shit out there. I mean, brother, you, you, I mean, you, you, should, you should go. Nice. And then this came in the mail this week. Oh, does it, <laughs> that, that bleeds? It was the GoldenEye orchestrated soundtrack. And then I promise you, like, the day I got it, they announced the GoldenEye was coming to the Nintendo Switch online and uh, Xbox Live uh, tomorrow. Now, as now as, as, I, as I look at my Instagram, but it is a gold nugget record, as you can see, which is different oh. than just a standard gold. It kind of has a, like, it kind of looks like gold is in it, you know? Like it stuck yeah. some leaf in there or some shit. It's pretty cool. I'm very excited about that. Uh, and like I said, GoldenEye is available uh, if you have the Nintendo Switch expansion pack right now and on Xbox Game Pass tomorrow. So that is a, a delight if you if you are trying to get down with uh, that particular game. That's what's up. Uh, but you know what it is, man. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, share, all that good shit. You know where we are. You know how to do it. Uh, feel free to give us a call at 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. We'd certainly love to hear from you. And hear from you, we have this week. Only by a text message because again, that phone number is able to take some texts. So we had a couple of a uh, couple of texts this week. One is from uh, my man Slater, my man, word up to my man Bill, and he said, "I saw this end of the asshole ep- update today after listening to the show, and I thought I'd share it with you in case you didn't see it. Mm, and it's an update. You. It's an update to uh, the the lock storage bin situation. 
And uh, let's see, it's not too long. My daughter and my brother-in-law both found my Reddit posts separately. First, my daughter, who was who was sent it via a friend who knew the situation, she confronted me about it, and we had a very long talk where she admitted that when I'm away, her mom doesn't treat her very well. Oh, shit. And often puts her cousins, my nephews, above her, telling her that she should be understanding we're far better off than them. Oh, no, I didn't know mom was doing the kid dirty. I was aware that they would occasionally sneak into a room to take things or play, but apparently they go so far as to wait for her to leave for a few minutes, run in, grab with and grab what they want. Her mom also makes a lot of comments about her weight. Oh, fuck. That's why. Remember she said she was going to get fat? Mm-hmm. For, for reference, our daughter takes after me being taller with some more masculine features such as broader shoulders. Well, my wife is small and petite. There are there there's many other things I won't say here that my wife has said to our daughter. I didn't bring up bring it up at first and consulted my wife on buying a. I didn't bring it up at first and consulted my wife buying a lock for our daughter's door, which she opposed. Even if our daughter said she'd buy it with her own money, she started yelling about how under her roof our daughter has to abide by her rules. The house is technically mine, not hers. She stormed off and immediately began telling all our friends and her sister and brother-in-law that I was being controlling and awful to her. The brother-in-law found the first post and sent it to her, leading to another argument where she accused me of airing our dirty laundry to the world instead of trying to communicate, despite me trying to trying and getting trying to and getting shut down. Once she stormed off, I packed a bag, as did my daughter, and we went to a hotel. Yes, we brought the snack bin. <laughs> How funny. <laughs> Where we have been the, the past few days while I find a good divorce lawyer. My wife is still spreading lies about me, claiming I tried to kick her out and all sorts of other lies. I'm finished with her. I don't care what she says. I'll be divorcing her and paying as much alimony as she wants so that I can keep my daughter safe from her. Mm. I don't care about the house or anything else. She can keep it, keep it all and let her brother-in-law and nephews mooch off her until she's, until she's penniless. I'm sorry. This is not. A, I'm sorry. This this is not a happy update, and I doubt it, I I will make one after this. But thanks for opening my eyes, Reddit. Edit. After so many people told me not to give the house, I'll be doing my best to fight for it and low alimony from my for my wife. Me and my daughter should have had shouldn't have had to leave the house we both grown up in because of my wife. She can live with her sister. If she wants to help them so much. Bill, thank you for that update. God, I hate that that took such a nasty turn for that guy, you know? I mean, how many times have we said they don't belong together? They should you're get right. divorced. You're right. And then finally right. we, we get one and it happens. You're right. You're right. This is the first time I didn't. I didn't say they should get divorced. <laughs> but, yeah, man, that's what's up. Uh, next one's from our, from our boy, uh, uh, Dub JK. You know what I'm saying, Will? Uh, he said, glad this option exists. You're correct. Fuck fudge. At least Peter got a du- <laughs> At least Peter got a What? No, I, oh, I was yeah. I say my uh, my kid was recent just this evening listening to um to double up uh, uh foot not fudge, man. I think it's double fudge now. But yeah, we still fudging uh, fudging it along. <laughs> it's double well, he fudge. said he said, at least Peter got a dog out of losing his turtle. Yeah. I think there's a, f- a fourth book where Fudge gets some karmic juice. 
glad box didn't get the slurs because he's absolutely right till next time i don't remember the slurs situation can i be brought up to date on this did you not understand some slurs or something is that what it was i don't remember neither do i so i can't i can't really speak to it but uh thank you both for uh for taking advantage of the old, old um uh, text uh, messaging platform that our phone number provides. That's, that's dope. And if you want to get down to get down, I just gave you the phone number. It's also should be at the top of the show. And I, I believe I have it at the top of the show. So, you know, that is what is up. Uh, hey, I was just, I was thinking while I was watching this is earlier. I feel like we should bring back Chester Store's Dollar Store Trivia this week. Uh, that's not the name of that. What's it, what's it you called? Said, you, Chester said Chester, you said Chester Store's Dollar Store Trivia. I meant Chesterfield's Dollar Store Trivia. Goddamn right. Um, you can submit answers through text. Okay. Made it a little or, easier for you. Or, yeah, make it a little easier for you. Or um, through Wrath of Chesterfield. Well, I still have that email address. Wrath of Chesterfield at gmail.com. And this and, week's um, question is, what actor... In modern times, play both Batman and Superman. Oh, I don't know that answer. You get there. You get that into me by uh, next Thursday. The what is that? The second? Huh? Did that from the head, boys? From the head. <laughs> next Thursday, February second, and uh, you could win a pack of uh, those uh, new Oreos. I'll get them shipped out to you myself. Okay, and whatever Ant wants to throw in extra, in if Box is so inclined, as well. That yes. is Tatum two one six. Good night. That is Lunchbox two zero nine nine. I'm helping. <laughs> it's shaking, bacon yoked. And I helped. I am the Internet Terror seven thirteen. You've just been podcast too, and I'm certain you loved it. We'll do it again next week. Peace. Toes, you're breaking my heart. What happened to your ass? It used to be beautiful.